Welcome back to another special episode of Because of BDRs. There's a lot of people in the studio today, Very Brandon. There's a lot of people in the studio today. Uh, bit bit challenging setting up, but uh, we've made it. We're here. We've got. In fact, I'm gonna let everyone introduce themselves. <laughs> awesome, cool. I'm Johnny. I'm Nathan. And I'm Dom. Brilliant. <laughs> and what do you guys do? We're taking yeah, away. Crack yeah. Amazing. Crack on. Sorry, there's three of us. We might have to, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we are recruiters. Can hear a few boos in the background there. We're nice. We're nice people. Uh, but no, we actually specialise in building go-to-market teams in tech and SaaS startups and scale-ups. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> and I'm I'm very happy to have these guys on because um I know Dom, for example, reached out to me. He's been looking at what me and Brandon have been doing. Um, again, we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for Brandon who started this whole thing anyway. And I love the fact that, you know, a simple connection could come to talking, could come to collaborating or something like this. We had a brilliant chat outside about how things are going at the moment. How are you doing, Brandon? Yeah, good, thank you, good. <laughs> Better than good, I'm hearing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've made senior BDR, which is nice. Come hey. on, round of applause. Hey. Well done, Brandon. <laughs> well done. Turn 20 on Saturday as well. Oh, nice. Oh, he's, he's getting old. <laughs> he's getting old. <laughs> Comment a uh, happy birthday to Brandon if you're watching this on YouTube uh, or send him a birthday message. His, his inbox is flooded already <laughs> with all the people that he helps out, but send him a birthday message. I'm sure he would appreciate that. Um, but where should we start with you guys? I mean, you know, wow. can you tell us about the company that you're at? We've had a lot of conversations, so it's a bit yeah. weird for me <laughs> yeah. to be in this formal set of you uh, with you with Brandon. Uh, but where do you want to take? Where do you want to start? Where do you want to kick things off? Wow, that's that's a big question. Have you guys got any? I think I think really uh, what I've really liked about meeting with you is actually you is quite open to meeting with a recruiter. I feel like there's a lot of people that see a recruiter and in their inboxes, especially on LinkedIn, yeah. they're thinking, "Oh, here we go." So it's quite refreshing to have somebody who is actually really open, uh, like Brad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we know. Sorry, this. to act like this, Brad. I'm not great. <laughs> <laughs> we understand, though. Don't worry. Um, so yeah, I, just, I think it was like really good just to get your guys' honest thoughts and opinions. I think, especially the fact that they're probably two quite contrasting opinions. Yeah. Just to find out really what you guys actually think about recruiters and whether there is still quite a lot of old mentality around it, and do people actually see the value, or is that changing? I suppose. So yeah, it'd be good to delve into that. I think really. No, I think that's a good talking point. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this to Brandon because, <laughs> well, keeping him within the the laws of the podcast, what we can speak about. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you get a lot of recruiters in in your uh, inbox. Yeah, I do. And uh, <laughs> so I'll, I'll let you speak about that. What do, What do you think? Yeah, it's still very. Um, it's hard to come across personalization. Mm. Um, I am nice when I when they do like actually try rather than just template it i will say no i'm not looking yeah thanks for reaching out good yeah. work on the personalization um but that's probably about a one in ten occurrence <laughs> so. what, what, what's the uh, have you got an example of the worst bit of outreach or even the best to be fair that you've received <laughs> i guess like what makes it stand out from an average outreach to a, a good personal one um there was a there was a one that I liked because it was just short and concise and to the point. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but he put in like Oracle and BDR and you know he's been there for however many months and ERP and all that yeah. stuff. Um, then he did a, a f I don't know what it was like a, a question or a statement or something. He was just like, you probably not looking for a role, colon, 
me trying to sell you as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 So that was probably one of the better ones I've had. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I did get back to him. I was just like, me not looking for a job, colon. You <laughs> got That's yeah. unreal for me. But, uh, yeah. 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 Um, but the worst ones are just, I mean, they just copy and paste. Yeah. It's not yeah. So I like to get quite creative with mine. So these guys have seen me loads. So like I'll do, let's say, I notice that you speak German or French or whatever. I'll, um, I'll literally go onto like Google Translate and try and like figure out something that I've, so let's say I always see that you play football and you love Arsenal. For example, um, I'll try and get creative and go on Google Translate and try and send out just like attention messages that will grab you in your subject line. So for example, if I saw you was looking for a job and you was looking for an A role, um, I'd literally put something like, oh, in German, oh, Brandon, obviously, like, see that you've been on, been at the football on the weekends, noticing that you're looking like you're an A role or something like that. Just, like, something to grab their attention yeah. rather than, like, a normal, like, I guess, like, English line, something that you'll see all the time. Um, but, yeah, I don't know how you boys think, but what, what sort of things do you get up to? No, first of all, this guy is a king of personalization. Right, I see his <laughs> screen all the time. It's like Google Translate. Oh, here we go, Google Translate again. Yeah, yeah. Like it's an amazing way to, to make it more personal, though. It's just like with everything. If you make something more personal, more tailored to the person you're trying to sell to, yeah. you're probably going to get a, a greater response rate, right? So yeah, same with recruitment, same with sales. Mm. And, um, yeah, that's where we, we try to, <laughs> to stand out as a company. Yeah. I suppose yeah. from you, because you're both in sales, right? So... You know all about it just as much as we do, personalization, outreach. Like, do you see the outreach that recruits do the same as what you're doing? As in, do you mm. see that and think, oh, do you know what? That's something I'd actually do in my outreach. Or like, how do you view that when you do receive the outreach? Do you think you're pretty more opinionated on it because you know what good outreach looks like, do you think, would you say? Yeah. I think, I, was, I actually thought about this and I think like me and Brandon were kind of cursed in a way that from the start, we were coached by like the very best like sales really? people and yeah. people to do with outreach, like big up Mattia <coughs> um, from SDRs of Germany. Like she used to prospect almost 100% with emails, like not even mm. making calls. So we could really like see bad outreach from the jump. It's yeah. like long, it's like I do this, like we do this, your company name, yeah. there's no like you in there. And you can tell that it's just generic. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's it's weird to so, like. Yeah. So I think obviously we were having our chat on LinkedIn, and mm. I mentioned a certain recruitment message. Yeah. <laughs> and and, in, and yeah. in there, you, you can see where, like Kyan said, the you, the you versus I thing. Yeah. Where yeah. We I counted the amount of eyes versus the amount of views. Yeah, we count stuff like you that. You can see. Yeah. yeah really? It's just little things. Yeah. 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 Pick, uh, pick up yeah. on it. Yeah. 100%. Bit of a habit now, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't know if someone else like who didn't shameless plug for Trainio again, another free one. But <laughs> I don't know if anyone else who didn't go through Trainio would spot those things. With me, what I what I respond to is anything that takes time. Yeah, doesn't have to be good. Mm. Like some someone sent me a video, mm. a, a vidyard or whatever, and I know how long that takes. Yeah, you know, so I would re I, I would def um I did respond to that. That's cool. Do you, do you boys see value in that thing? Because we actually use Odro, don't they? Similar yeah. to Vidyard, really like cool platform. But like you said, it is a lot of time that goes into it. Yeah. And you need to make that personalized because of course you can go on video and just read out that script that you've sent to a thousand other people that only one has got back to you. But do you do you actually see value in that? Do you think, do you see, I think, do you know what, this person actually has taken time out of the day to, to reach out to me. Do you, do you think that is a positive thing? I, I yeah. definitely do, yeah. yeah 100%. Because I feel that's like a, it's like a human aspect of yeah. oh, this took you took you a lot of time. You're not really judging the outreach. You're judging 
what they've done to to create the outreach at that point yeah it's a, it's a weird one how, how yeah. do you feel about it brandon yeah definitely um i agree with you it's well you know you know like pretty much the first three four lines when you read a, a message mm. if it's been copy and pasted or not Absolutely. and when you get a video in comparison to that at least it's a video yeah um plus like especially nowadays people don't really like reading they yeah. Just yeah. watch a video yeah, yeah that's a good point um, actually so yeah i think it's definitely more effective than how, how do you guys feel about voice notes yeah because i feel like it's just like put out there we're doing a lot of bd at the moment obviously recruitment's not at the highest point it's ever been but it's, yeah. it's slowly picking up which is great we do a lot of like um of voice notes as well after obviously trying to call them not answered great and you get you don't whatsapp right you can see who's opened it who hasn't but it's actually quite a small percentage of people that actually end up replying is yeah. do you think it's just maybe something too easy to just disregard because at least with a video you kind of you sit you've heard their voice but also you've got like a face to put to their name as well and you probably feel a bit more you feel like you should respond to them do you, do you what do you think about voice notes i think it like piques the curiosity Mm. It, they can be easy to ignore. Yeah, I admit that. And depending on the personality of the recipient, it can be like um, like a bit too much. Yeah. However, I send them, <laughs> so <laughs> and I have got good responses from them in my outreach. Yeah. Do you send voice notes at all? Not anymore because I did, and ninety percent of the time they just wouldn't get responded to. That's the thing, isn't it? In terms of your voice notes, when you that initial ten seconds. What do you tend to hit them with? Do you hit them with their problem? Or do you hit them with who you are, what you do? I actually thought about this the other day. I shouldn't be saying I forgot on the podcast. Um, <laughs> Edit out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do. I tend to stick to 30 seconds. Yeah. 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 I'm very blunt and very straight to the point of my outreach. Yeah. Um, and it's normally just along the lines of, oh, hi, Kai, and I'll keep it simple. Got one question. Um, is any of your interest? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, f I think that's a popular thing like that I've been learning in the last like yeah. six months that Brandon's really good at just thinking like, how can I reduce whatever I'm sending out as much as possible? How can I make mm. this shorter? What words can I remove? Because that also humanizes the messages in the outreach. Yeah. I think yeah. that or the voice note, for example. But before we get into um, prospecting and all that good stuff, to focus on you three before you got into the space you're in now and up until this point could you tell the viewers or the listeners a bit more about that wow can i take it away Joey? sure what before recruitment yeah and yeah. what were your perceptions if we start there wow. yeah good question okay cool so um i came fresh out of uni done events management in uni um always thought i wanted to sort of go into that space like i'm, I'm I love events, like I love like sort of going to festivals and that sort of thing. I always thought I was gonna be in that space. Um and one of my dad's sort of best mates actually is in sales. He's a BDM, but he works over in like Denmark. Um told me about sales, which isn't di directly recruitment, right, but it's definitely linked. Um and I actually sort of stumbled into it. Um I sort of I jumped on LinkedIn, found made myself a good profile, um, fresh grads, our director Lloyd actually sort of we got in contact. I fell into it. Turns out I'm absolutely loving it, which is good. <laughs> um, I guess my perception beforehand is all you see online is that like, well, majority, right? Is that like recruiters are like sharks. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I didn't really know what I was getting into exactly. Um, and 
I still hear now that people still say the same things, but it's so di different for us because I know where we work and not sort of the industry. And I guess the space that we work in, it's yeah. so different to what people say. So I always think it's crazy because obviously I don't know everyone what everyone else's experiences are, but I only know ours. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, yeah, it's ultimately that would be mine. I mean, I, it surprises me to what people say yeah. about them. Yeah. What about what you guys? You two. We'll, wow. we'll get, we'll get onto the perceptions as well. Yeah. What about you guys? Yeah, so I I actually worked at Adidas just in a retail store for yeah. four years. I said four, no, I didn't waste four years of my life. I, I <laughs> It wasn't bad. Um, but I, I thought I wanted to go into retail simply because I didn't know what else was there. Before yeah. that, or during that time even, I actually started uni. I went to UCA in Canterbury. I, I'm quite creative, so I really enjoyed graphic design. I've done that for a couple of years at college beforehand. Done really well, loved creativity, making creatives, it's all that good stuff. Done a year at uni, best year of my life, absolutely loved it. Yeah. <laughs> but as you will know, first year uni is, is fantastic. But I didn't enjoy the course. It was it was all written, which look, I, I get it, it's uni, it was still a big part of that. But I felt like my creative juices were just dying. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I was really deliberating going on to second year because I loved it. I, I lived with great people at the time. I was looking at houses, I was really like focusing set on that. But I just didn't enjoy the course. And so my plan was to actually leave the course and get a job in graphic design, right? Anyway, so I go, I'm still working at Adidas at this time, part-time, also at uni. They obviously get me on full-time. I, I then get a role as a manager. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, actually, John, I'm quite good at the customer service side of things. I really mm. like speaking to people. Because I wasn't just that guy when you walk into the store and you just like, sta you, they're just standing over to the side. <laughs> I wasn't that guy. I really enjoyed like interacting with people, yeah. just like actually having a chat with them at the till, even if it was like for 10, 15 seconds. Oh, what are you up to today? Oh, yeah. You got any plans? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so somebody um, that I knew then went into recruitment. And it's like, Nathan, I think you'd be really good at it. And I was like, I don't know what is recruitment. What, <laughs> what is that? Which sounds so weird to me now to think I didn't know what recruitment was. Yeah. Um, but because I hadn't been looking for a commercial job, I had no idea. And he told me, he's like, look, it's, it's basically sales. You have like KPI targets, which I loved because I had to get my team to hit those KPI targets as well. Right. So like, I really enjoyed that side of thing and knew that. Quite liked upselling, cross-selling in in store, which again it sounds stupid because it's for socks, but I quite enjoyed the the the, the hustle of that. Um, and most importantly, enjoy talking to people. So he's like, "Look, I think you should look into it." So I thought, Do "You know what, I will." Anyway, applied for a couple of different roles in London because I had my my head on moving to London really, and I thought, Do "You know what, I really really want a piece of that." Applied for a couple of roles. Um, Got into the final stage for the first one. The second one took a while. Thinking back to it, it's pretty bad. Recruiter didn't actually manage the process very well. <laughs> I was taking a sweet time. But anyway, um, got to the final stage of one. They wanted me to go in for a demo. Not a demo, sorry, but like a trial practice run next week. Um, I met all the team. And I was like, I just had like an epiphany. I was like, I don't really, because I knew I was going to have to graft, right? I knew it wasn't just going to be like standard nine to five. If you want to get a deal online, you're going to have to spend an extra hour or two. We live in Ashford, by the way, just for everyone who doesn't know. So we're mm. actually based in Kent. Um, so it's not just like your commute, as you know, Grant, yourself, your, your commute's probably not most favourable either. But I realised that actually I probably don't want to live in London. If I'm going into a role like that to begin with, if I'm going from retail to that, I want to be able to give it my all, but I want to make sure I can have a social life on the weekends. So anyway, then I looked locally, found what we were at the time, Talent Digital. Now obviously you go by the name of Source after the rebrand, and the rest is history. <laughs> that is 
That's how you tell the story. There we go. <laughs> how can I follow that? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Over to you, yeah. yeah, no, similarly enough, um, I came from the world of retail. Um, there might be some booze in the crowd again, but I was a barista <laughs> at Costa Coffee. So I don't know your perceptions of that, but um, I feel like I was just uh, a bit lost in a way, a bit of a lost sheep and, and not really knowing what I really wanted to get into. Mm. That was just my day to day. And I just tried to, to work my hardest in that. And I went to University of Portsmouth too. And uh, I did sport and exercise science, something completely different. And I knew, again, I had a passion for like marketing and graphic design too. So kickstarted my own brand and had the vision of like trying to build it up as much as I could, like all at the same time of doing this. Um, but again, I guess, I guess the direction wasn't there. But um, I always thought that in a customer like facing role, like I could bring the game at, at some level. Um, I would also like try and like upsell character roasts in your coffee. And I enjoyed the, the thrill in a way, trying to, to try and maximize those numbers. So um, I was looking for something different and something new. And um, yeah, saw the role posted on LinkedIn um, with Source as a talent executive. I just, um, yeah. Set can myself I, in there. Can I just jump in? You're being quite humble there. You're going <laughs> to side hustle under the radar. Talk yeah. about that. Oh, Come on. Under the radar was like a, a music <laughs> journalism page that I brought up from you know, scratch to about 10K yeah. followers oh. on Instagram. I just love like making like great content, great graphic design um, with the intention of like reaching out to musicians and artists and just like finding under the radar musicians that deserve more praise than what they were getting. And that was something that I was really passionate for. But um, yeah, it was fun. Um, you know, we had the vision of like trying to make a podcast itself. So this is actually the first time being yeah. here and like, what can I say? Like, it's, <laughs> it's brilliant. So <laughs> thank you again. But, um, yeah, stop that. And, um, now we're, we're cracking on with recruitment and again, loving it similarly to, to John. One thing that I noticed Brandon, and it's the reason why, um, you know, a lot of people follow you is, is the retail background. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I'm from retail as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was at next for two and a half years. Yeah, nice. I started there at 16, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> was, uh, wow. Doing the weekend. Oh. Uh, didn't do too great on my A-levels. So. <laughs> I feel like the retail is a common theme. Well, even, yeah. if, even if I wanted to go to uni, I couldn't. Oh, no. levels were bad. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of your USPs, because everyone I speak to is like, yeah. oh, we need to get branded on, because yeah. you can advocate for people who haven't gone to university. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? That's so. true. Yeah, that is true. So I stayed in for about another, about another year after that. Mm. Um, Similar to you, I worked up to a manager role, so I was managing the stockroom. Yeah, nice. Um, but that's about, well, as I was in sixth form, I was starting to get into the computers and the computer building and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, and yeah, I didn't really know what I wanted to go into either. Um, so I was just on Indeed scrolling through tech jobs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Trainio came up and here I am, yeah. Well, I think that's one of the best things about um, sort of finding yourself and, and also, like this platform that that we have because we get to give a backstory to everyone yeah and you know, there's some of the things that i didn't even know about you guys even though we speak um so that's really really good e so from getting into recruitment you know i'll, I'll come on to like how things are now because i really like what you guys are doing with the brand and stuff like that sure. but if you could just explain quickly to anyone viewing or listening like what do you actually do on the day to day? <laughs> Obviously, we know. Yeah, good question. But um, yeah, how question. would you describe it? Does anyone want to take lead on this? There's probably a few points that we think <laughs> yeah. that we are on nice. You, you say what you think, and then yeah, we just, we <laughs> nag people all day. Yeah, pretty um, much. I'm joking. <laughs> that is part of our job, to be honest. Yeah. But not not quite to that extent. Um, I don't know. I think we. I say we are quite a, a forward thinking recruitment company. I know yeah. you said earlier. There's that kind of preconception that 
it's quite a sharky environment. Yeah. There's still those environments, right? Mm. I think it's probably less maybe like tech and SaaS now because you can't really have that mentality and give. Mm. People aren't going to enjoy that service, right? We're just reaching out to you and you've got absolute shark vibes. You're probably not <laughs> going to build the best relationship with that recruiter and actually have yeah. a better recruiter around the corner. You're going to end up using them, right? So yeah. I think what we really try and do is actually build a brand, um, which sounds like really simple and, and obvious, which it absolutely is in tech and SaaS, but there's not a lot of recruitment agencies and that's generally speaking, but there's not a lot of recruitment agencies in our space that actually try to build a brand. I think they get very tunnel visioned on just doing the numbers, just closing deals, doing X amount of KPIs, reaching out, doing X amount of cold calls to to new businesses. And actually we're very lucky because we don't work in a KPI environment. Of course we track the numbers because how are you gonna see how well you're doing and improve on that? But we're not told you need to do X amount of cold calls, close X amount of deals, blah, blah, blah. Lloyd, our director is very driven on actually customer service and, and how both candidate and client, what their experience is like in using us. I'm completely going away from your question here. So apologies. essentially our day to day is putting ourselves out there, reaching out to new businesses that we know we can genuinely help. And to be fair as well, actually, if we reach out to business, we do end up having a, a first meeting with them. If we don't think we're best suited to, to help them, we'll absolutely tell them that because we don't think there's any value in wasting time and effort from our side and on their side if we don't think we're probably best suited to fit. So it's actually just reaching out to companies we know we can genuinely, genuinely help. Obviously alongside that, you then got to fill the role, right? So you reach out to candidates. A lot of that actually we do is is through our existing network and we're quite lucky now we've built up a really strong network within the tech and SaaS space where we get a lot of work or a lot of candidates, sorry, through referrals. So if we know people in certain businesses and we'll definitely be reaching out to you guys at some point in the future, no doubt. <laughs> um, not to, to steal you, by the way, but obviously for your network as well. Um, so a lot of the, the, the work we get is actually referrals and just like the network we've got. Of course, on the side of that, you know, got LinkedIn messaging, which obviously we're talking about. Um, but again, we're not, we absolutely hate it when we see just bulk messaging. And to be honest with yeah. you, to be completely frank, when I actually first joined Talent Digital, because personal branding wasn't as big of a thing then and actually it was more just quantity it's like a it's a thriving market what we've done to begin with actually was more kind of bulk emails and and i think really like i've been in recruitment for for three years now it's completely changed you can't like you said yourself mm. you're going to ignore that message if you get you can tell from the first five words of that's copy yeah. and pasted yeah. so a lot of it is actually now the personalization it's it's less quantity and, and more quality it sounds so cheesy i'm so sorry everyone that's listening. Um, but it's true. It's true. So that's our day today. <laughs> and if we go back to that yeah. brand, then I just want in- to intervene and, and talk about Dom's viral posts. Oh, <laughs> oh, this man. guy. He's the guy. He's, He's the guy, guy man. Yeah. He's... We can talk about strategy all we want, but those yeah. are like a largely <laughs> unplanned. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, He's, ex- He's Dom. been exposed. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the people, Dom. Tell the people. <laughs> like, to be like truthful, like it's hard to tell what the algorithm, like the way it works. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's trial and error. Nobody, nobody yeah, knows. Nobody knows. It is. It's so many different like aspects. To, like, try and make like a viral post, but ultimately, I can just say like I've been really lucky. If you chuck a bit of X Factor and Jamiroquai in there, you're, <laughs> you're down for a couple hundred. So um, no, but um, I, those posts, like specifically, it's all about like the jokey side of things. Like, we live in a very like serious world, especially within sales and recruitment itself. So bringing a, a bit of a spin on things to make you know, people laugh, I think it's, it's good. And I guess people enjoy that, especially on LinkedIn. Um, but yeah, personal branding is so key. And I think if you utilize that to the maximum, you're gonna have a lot of success. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. 100%. I think it's what you said as well before, we, when, when we met up before, 
And you said about relatability. And that's what yeah. you've done in both of those posts, by the way. Yeah. Like you, you've just showed people who are slogging away, doing exactly what we're doing, cold calls, reaching out, trying to absolutely graft. You've just given them a split second of their day where they come across that post and like, this is interesting. They're cooking five seconds to get a laugh out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that really that that's that's what it's all about sometimes, that, isn't that, it? Those small yeah. things can change someone's day though, right? Yeah, like, exactly. You might you might be having a bit maybe you're doing a cold call session, maybe no one's picking up, maybe no one everyone's putting the phone down on you. You watch a quick video like that, that might change your whole mood. It might yeah. change your whole approach. You never know, you might book a yeah. meeting that day. Exactly. Um, exactly. That's one of the things that I love about um brands as posts as well, when yeah. you post about not going to university. Mm. Like yeah amongst all the marketing content or whatever we may post, you do always post about that. You do always touch on that. And it's sort of something that like um, people at Trainer always say that they point people in your direction to, you know, what does that, is that conscious to, to get that relatability or, you know, uh, you yeah, it that? is deliberate. Yeah. Um, just because, I mean, from my personal experience, my school was, they pretty much force you to go to uni. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They. Yeah, they couldn't do it. Not this what one. happened? Not this no. one. Well, he said no, no way. Happened. That's what <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very, you know, heavily, would you uh, encouraged to yeah. go mm. to uni and stuff. Um, but then it's not for everyone. Um, and you know, I feel like with my story, I can show people that you can go and do something with mm. yourself even if you don't have a degree yeah um so yeah just just letting people know that if you don't have a degree it's not the end of the world basically you, how do you feel about that now because i think and we did kind of briefly touch this the other day but i'd say again it's, it's changed so much like even since the last three years which sounds crazy but when i first joined it was always every client i need a two undergrad need two undergrads at least yeah. from top 100 uni that is now becoming like less and less of a thing because people like yourself mm. actually does that matter no um i was i think it's a podcast the other day i cannot remember for life me but anyway it's basically talking about how no sorry it wasn't a podcast actually um i did but it's separate met up with a lovely lady called uh mel mel at cax and payments melanie mills cro she's an awesome leader and she's basically talking about the fact that when you're selling, you're not selling to a typical person. That you can't stereotype a person that you're selling to. So why should you do that? Same with your teams, because it doesn't matter where you come from, whether you've got an accent, what, what your skin color is, whether you went to uni or not, what area of, of England you're from. It doesn't matter because the people you're selling to are going to be the exact same. They're going to be a completely different, yeah. diverse pool of people. And I think now there seems to be a shift that actually, especially from my perspective at least, is I don't think we're working with a single client at the moment, it's asking for a two one grad from any uni. I yeah. think it's, it is now shifting at least, I, I believe it is, I don't know about you yeah. guys. Yeah. It's shifting to skill set and, and that's yeah. what it should be, right? Because like, look at yourself, you're absolutely smashing it and now being promoted. Congrats. Yeah. No, I know, yeah. of course, like, come on, round of again. Come on, um, <laughs> skill set yeah. and personality are the two main things, right? Obviously you need someone to do the job who can do the job, but personality is what's, what's going to make that that higher yeah. they might choose you or you over personality definitely 100 percent. yeah but like even um i think like education as a, a whole is kind of like shifting like ed tech is a platform and i guess like 
if we name drop multiverse, I feel like you could go through a route of not going to uni at yeah. all whatsoever. Maybe going through a course like Trainio, as you guys yeah, like, absolutely. you know, it's, yeah, <laughs> shout out. Yeah. You need to start paying these guys, <laughs> yeah. all right? No more free shout outs, all right? <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, it, it's shifting in a positive way. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're opening the, the parameters for, for talent, which is really good. More opportunity. Yeah. yeah. yeah Do you think that, like, ties into the whole culture element? Because I think, like, especially from our perspective, when we're speaking to different people every day, it's not how much they're paying, what's the OTE. Mm. It's, it's, when do you ever hear that now, really? Yeah, it's yeah. what's the culture like? What's the team like? Who's, yeah. who's leading the team? Where yeah. do they lead the ball? Flexi working, is that a thing? And I think that probably does now tie into the fact that actually it is shifting more towards culture and how you looked after. And also, right, re like talent retention is a huge thing. You're not going to be able to retain talent just because they've got T1 doesn't mean they're going to stay there yeah. for any longer, does it? If, if you find the right people who are right for your business and they're representing you well and vice versa, that's that's what's going to keep the, the right people in your business, right? So yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So it's a huge it's a huge decision. Like people leave a lot of jobs because of bad managers, mm. you know, not, not because of um, other reasons as well. And culture is... I don't, well, for me and Brandon anyway, culture is something that we focused heavily on when making our decisions as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We need we needed to come into somewhere that was supportive and amongst other things. And I think it's even interesting with what you said about sourced and, and the KPIs because that's not so, that's something that I've learned. Mm. But that, again, that's probably my warped perception. You yeah. know, even though I'm friends with you guys, yeah, yeah, I still think oh they must be having to like smash the phone, and yeah, like yeah, yeah, smack <laughs> emails, yeah. but. You can be a success with a with a different with a different approach. Hundred percent, and equally, I think we work in an environment where we are looked after. So in return, we give it our all. We're like there, there doesn't need to be a KPI to say, yeah, you got to call at half five. You better make that call at half five just because you finish at half five or six o'clock forever. For for example, you're gonna do it right because you're looked after, and if you're looked after, naturally you want to look after them right and kind of repay the respect so yeah. i think again it just all comes down to culture and there's don't get me wrong again there's a lot of those businesses especially recruitment companies where culture probably is quite like i don't want to say the word but toxic in return it's toxic because they're not enjoying their job when it does turn half five or six every time they finish they're straight out the door because they hate yeah. their job in return that person knows that they're going to leave the door at half five so they need to squeeze every last drop of effort out of them hence why they give them 200 cold calls to make sure the day which isn't achievable it's not exactly they're not going to enjoy their job right if you're doing yeah. 200 <laughs> one after the other you're not going to enjoy your job are you nope. you're gonna you're gonna be looking to leave pretty pretty sharpish so yeah i think it all, it all goes back to that really i want to circle back to the personal branding <coughs> in your in your space as you mentioned it's not too common but where are you guys trying to take it because one of the things you know spoke about dom's post but i really liked some of the initiatives you have when it comes to your personal brands and putting yourself out there in an industry which can be perceived by some sometimes as archaic mm. yeah. you're changing the face of that could you tell tell us a bit more about that i think dom he's a marketing yeah. guy you got to take the lead in this <laughs> Had it, to. it's tough i think you have to toe the line um with I guess entertainment, but also bringing value at the same time. Yeah. If you're just doing the, the same generic posts, then it's not going to be deemed in a way long term for for bringing that value over time. But I think what direction we're trying to bring it in, um, we are looking to evolve. Of course, um, we're trying to maximise personalised branding. Um, 
and that includes graphic design and having our webinars too. That's something that we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, and and that just as a topic itself, like we're we're speaking to some incredible people in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will be all of the members of Source, and that will be like a, a kickstarted project to try and get like a different opinion and perspectives out there into the world. Um, and yeah, again, bringing value. But um, I think recruiters often fail to maximize personal branding, uh, and and then that obviously just. It, it stunts performance in a way because yeah. um, I feel like it's the quickest thing that someone can see when you're trying to reach out to them, right? So if you have your branding and, and your headshot as well, by the way, Kai, like I see you got some yeah, cool we new like, ones. We like the headshot. Um, like everything out. that you can put into <laughs> your brands and, and the marketing, company-wide and even like um, recruiter-wide, for example, if you get that on point, then it's going to be successful. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're only really scratching the surface in yeah. terms of like, let's be honest, like there is a lot of potential there. Again, like in terms of algorithms and, and the, like understanding what works best, like we don't know, but yeah. it's about like just trying to, to do that to the best that we can. I think, yeah. it, I think it comes down to small things, like even when we see people post on LinkedIn, even posting like job ads and things like that, um, we like to do like hot rolls. So when we have a new lo- uh, role come live, we do a, like, uh, we try to bring as much energy as we can. Um, so you can physically see the person right yeah because yeah. everyone reads posts and it's you know words and whatever but actually try and grab their attention with a video um or, or like a like a voice and like i said earlier like something they can actually like see though um to try and grab that just to really bring that personal aspect because then yeah. i think once you've seen someone's face as well as their voice you sort of link the two together and just naturally anyway yeah, exactly. um so i think those two are massively important on the side of that as well yeah and like to touch on that as well i think like really doing it across different platforms like TikTok is now like something yeah. we're yeah. going into <laughs> just again and that's not always the most serious content sometimes that yeah. is actually just we done SAS phrase the other day which <laughs> of course is a rip of catchphrase <laughs> um, <laughs> say what you see uh, yeah yeah money's yeah. worth out you're gonna, get, you're gonna get sued for that I don't know yeah. um, <laughs> so Nathan yeah, yeah yeah but I suppose like the whole point of what we do is actually just to show people who we are in our personalities because yeah. I think I don't know what you guys, your kind of preconceptions were, but people do have this mindset around recruiters. And we get, to be honest with you, we don't get the most engagement all of the time. And you've no. got to think, because we put these videos, you're not looking to leave, right? Yeah. No, not That we know of. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, you're not looking to leave. So if you didn't know us, you're not going to like our hot roll video where yeah. we're in front of our blackboard talking about this or that. Because yeah. your boss might see that and say, Brandon, why are you liking what yeah. you liking <laughs> yeah, videos yeah, yeah. What's, what's going on here? You seem a bit too friendly with these guys. Um, but then what we do find is when we do speak to a candidate and we've never had a single bit of engagement with them before, they say, Oh, we really like videos. Oh, so we, I've done a video like biking up a hill doing a hot roll, just something different, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Random. And he's like, I really like that video actually, that was really good. I'd never seen you engage know. with any one of ours, any piece of our any what? of our content, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's because well. those few people that do like it, people see it. But they're not going to engage, but they know who we are now. At least they know we're not those typical recruiters. Or, sorry, that, that's obviously really kind of generalizing there. But we're not a recruit, a recruitment company that takes themselves seriously. It's, of course, we take our work seriously, but we're human. And I think that's really what yeah, it boils yeah. down to, right? Just showing who we are. Because we think, we believe that we'll, people will buy into that, hopefully, at least. And obviously, it's not about selling it, but we feel like people will probably enjoy how we come across it a really good example of that is that when me and jo- uh, when me and Dom were really new I think well, only like maybe like two months in maybe um, <laughs> we actually all took to the, to a rooftop 
filmed a dancing <laughs> video. <laughs> I can't even remember what it was for, but it was just to sort uh, of get our faces out of there. It was a hot roll. It was a hot roll, It right? was a hot roll. Yeah. Um, insert the clip. <laughs> Don't insert the clip. <laughs> no. <laughs> nice insert, insert to the end. Dom's part's the best. Yeah. Honestly, watch it. If you like, take that. If you like, take that. Treat. You'll be, you'll you'll be in for a treat. Um, um, and dancing. Yeah, exactly. To, to be honest, we did like completely choreograph this video. Like, and we actually did. We spent an hour on the rooftop of our office, right? People come out for cigarette breaks. Coming out for a little picnic because it was roasting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a really hot yeah, day. Yeah. And we're just there, like doing these like yeah, head yeah, roll yeah. movements it and like cool. spins. And it, it, it's, it's, it's to get the face out there, right? Because so many people yeah. saw that to our embarrassment, <laughs> but but they but they know that we, yeah. who we are now, right? So they've seen us, so our faces are out there. So there is something good that comes of it. Exactly. And equally, they Always. know we're the type of people to record a video exactly. of us dancing to to take that. To take that, yeah. thing, exactly right? that. So, so yeah. The main KPI is one roof, rooftop dance yeah. every week. That is a non-negotiable. That is yeah. a non-negotiable. Um, yeah. 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 So I really, I really like the way that you're, you're changing the face of this. You know, it's, it's really important. And um, it's funny that you said that the person that um, came up to you had never really interacted. That mm. happens sometimes, right? Yeah. yeah. So you don't know how far your reach yeah. goes at times. 100%. Yeah, sometimes I post to get like, 10 likes for example but it would get 4,000 reach right yeah. which is like yeah. really good and, okay. and it yeah. can get your brand up there and people know we've had it oh we, we've, we've been bumped into who is it we bumped into a candidate in the street before yeah and um and they're like I don't I don't know what, who have you got I can't remember but anyway again they're like oh, you ever seen your videos before we're like yes yeah, yeah. it's when we, was re we done a video sorry recording um we went out to the streets of London with a microphone, like this is a complete and utter TikToker right here, by the way. Yeah. Um, asking strangers what their perception of recruiters is. And um and then we bumped to someone like, oh, Source, yeah, I know you guys see content. We honestly yeah. that made yeah. our that? day. It yeah. was awesome. Um and she's in a video, she's a lovely lady to be honest. But but yeah, it's it's all good fun, isn't it? I think like the best. you can only do it if you enjoy it. If yeah. it's forced, you can tell straight away. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. We all don't get it wrong, it doesn't come naturally. Like you do it for the first few videos. I remember my first, we look back, we've got an Instagram page of all our kind of videos on. And it looks, we look back now. Yeah. They're not awful, but you can just tell it's not natural. Okay, look awful. Um, <laughs> a long way. They're just not natural. Whereas yeah. now, like, we all, because we all do it, we all like vibe off it. Yeah. And yeah. you do a video, you might not do it first take, but that's part of laugh. We're like, oh, like, yeah, like laugh out, crack on again. Yeah. And, and it is, it's just good fun, isn't it? Yeah. I think it, it like, helps separate you at least. I think it, you know, we have the autonomy there as well to be as creative as we yeah. want to be. Yeah. So that's a factor. There's no like pressure there. If we have a great idea, I mean, we, we have a thing called Social XV every week as well. So we all like huddle in a group and we like go through the ideas that we want to post. And yeah. there's no like parameters in a way. It's about bringing value, no doubt about it. But yeah, uh, I like the fact that we can be as creative as possible. Yeah. Rooftop dance, hot rolls, um, memes, who knows? Yeah. But, you know, it's great. It is really good. You guys have obviously worked in larger companies. Do you, do you feel like you do have the freedom to post what you like? Or do you think to yourself, I maybe should be a bit more conscious of what I'm putting out there, just in case maybe like your clients or your your bosses and managers internally are monitoring that thinking, oh, mm. I need to like reel this in. Yeah. Uh, how do you, I know it's a bit of a tricky question, but, but no, how do you good, feel? Yeah. It's a good question. Uh, well, you probably tell by my very limited answer. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, uh, Next question. Anyway. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, yeah I, work, I work for a pretty big company. Yeah. It's very... Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot around it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. I think with me, like, so the problem is, not the problem, but the challenge is, I 
I can't come across as salesy because yeah. I'm not selling to sales people. Yeah. So the way that I did things is I just got creative with my um, my like my, my post about the company. Yeah. So a lot of people thought that my posts were like given to me by marketing, which they weren't, which I was flattered by. <laughs> yeah, that's quite cool. So that's cool. <laughs> the way that I like expressed myself was just by writing about you know common themes within the industries that we were involved in. And Brandon does that very well as well. Like yeah. we do have some marketing posts, but you know, I think we we channel our creativity in that way. Mm. But I do think that salespeople who sell to salespeople, like if you're selling like sales software, they sometimes I feel like oh you can do what you want. Yeah. 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 You can you can come across as salesy because yeah. whatever that means to anyone. But yeah. but you, you have that um you have that scope. Whereas we have to be creative in other ways, which yeah. is fine yeah. as well. Yeah, no, I relate to that. It was nice that I had a chat um, with a sales manager actually. So it was just a lot more free flowing, a lot yeah. more relaxed. So I think I actually said to look, you're a sales manager, you know the process. Just <laughs> tell, tell me, I'd literally said like, just just let me know what you need, let me know what you're using and we'll get you in touch with our team. I was like, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Spent nice. 18 minutes on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot nicer. But. Do you think it'll be a, a factor? And I think actually probably it might be more of a general thing for people like typically looking to team. Obviously you've got a new role by the way, congratulations. Um, completely forgot to mention that. That's, <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Um, but do you think like in the future, however long that is and you are looking for your next role, do you think you will consider the fact how much autonomy you get to build your brand? Because I mm. think as time goes on, it's just, it's becoming more of a need rather than like a nice to have. And it's, yeah. Yeah. It's such an easy way to differentiate yourself from all the other people in the same sector as you reaching out to the same companies. Do you think yeah. that'd be something you'll consider or like at least even ask about in the future when you are potentially interviewing elsewhere? Do you know what's interesting about like the personal branding thing as for value? <clears throat> like f I don't even think it comes from uh, like you're, you're going through like a formal interview process and they recognize your brand. I think because you've got your brand, you probably um, have a good relationship with like the manager or the interview already. Point, yeah. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. already sort of know you, so yeah. you may, um, you know, be fast tracked and things like that. It's hard if someone doesn't know you to investigate and fully understand your brand if they haven't been following you. But I think just having your brand, it just gets you into conversations with people, existing people in your network mm. that can leverage you further. I don't, I don't know what you feel mm. about. Yeah, definitely come up, I suppose whenever the time does come it would come up in the interviews mm. um especially nowadays with the podcast and stuff so yeah um but yeah i think especially like Khan said if with like the hiring manager or whatever um you know most people nowadays will send a connect request to them on linkedin yeah. um and even just as like an icebreaker you know oh, okay i've seen you follow f1 on linkedin <laughs> are you you know you follow it quite good or yeah you know are you really into it or stuff like that it's shout out tatum by the way she's got a cool oh, tatum, yeah. f1 page yeah. yep but um yeah it's just just can come in handy i guess as well yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you guys think absolutely yeah yeah massive. i think i think if i and by the way, I have no plans on leaving anytime soon. There's a lot we want to do at Sourced, and I want to be a part of that. <laughs> okay, Lloyd. Asterix, disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. founder, Lloyd. Uh, <laughs> it's like had an asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, I've got these It's such like a PR move. I don't know what. I don't know. Um, anyway, 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it would be a massive factor. I think, especially if you want to work for a company, I don't. It depends on the size, right? Like I get it. If it's if it's a huge corporate, they they're gonna have marketing teams. They're gonna have to. You have to jump through so many more hoops to do anything as it is, and that that's a given, right? Like yeah. no matter what it is. But I think like personal branding, you expect that probably even more so. There's there's so much probably less you could do. So I think it would depend on the size of business, right? If it was like more of a, an SME or an SMB, sorry, or if it's more of a startup scale up vibe, vibe in general, and they wasn't with personal branding or couldn't see the value in it, I'd really question how forward thinking they are as a business and, and mm. I think that probably would be a massive turnoff actually but again it turns on size of business right like you know what you're signing up to with with a larger business there's, there's perks to it so you can kind of balance it out there if that makes sense <laughs> yeah. definitely I, I think the way that it can help if you do it I guess if you do it right um it when you because it builds that network for you right so you obviously connect with loads of people and if founders and directors and c-suite individuals are seeing your content and it's cool and you obviously are good at what you do um i think that creates a massive opportunity for those inbound leads to come in yeah. um of course everyone's got to be doing their own prospecting and finding their own companies mm -hmm. but if people almost find you because you're a cool character um you perform the job well that's definitely going to bring in views and audience to your profile personally and then of course your company after that so that there yeah. definitely is a benefit yeah. to it, 100%. You said the the term the other day, and I hadn't heard it in a while, actually, but it's an absolute classic, but your network is your network, right? Yeah, yeah. And if they can't see the value in that, then yeah. there's big questions, I think. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't be here, to, uh, you know, where I'm at today without a personal brand on LinkedIn. Exactly. Because yeah. that's where the recruit from Oracle reached out to me, so. Yeah. How did, yeah. That, how did that happen? Oh, you just sent me an email. So you was it a good so one? So you did the training thing. Was it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it a bulk one? No, no. It was pretty short, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But he was like, "Look, I've seen you've been doing your thing with training. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty good, relevant experience. Would yeah. you be interested in interviewing? Basically, and that's yeah. good. There's another that's example. Good. Yeah, yeah we are there. You go. And yeah, what short was the? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you like you like work. a direct. Yeah. There you yeah. go. We are we're strapped for time, which only means one thing: we're gonna have to get you free back on here, but I'm, I'm <laughs> glad because we've got your backstory, you've really showed your personalities and me and Brandon have learned a lot about you in this episode, we've finally got it done. Um, but yeah, do you have any, any a summary of, of where you're trying to take this? Because I could like, <laughs> you're doing so many cool things. I can <laughs> see you being like the, almost like the faces for recruitment. Oh, Love that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you know that's I mean? a statement. Love that. Yeah. Because we have sales no leaders and marketing yeah. leaders that yeah, are kind of well known, but yeah, we don't go really to have that for recruitment. Yeah, I exactly. think I think like our our kind of strap line in the business is just like making the recruitment industry one percent better each day, which yeah. sounds minute, but it's it's so true. And I, I know I've it sounds like I'm really bitter, by the way. I've mentioned so many times this podcast. There's so many misconceptions about recruiters. Yeah, but it's 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 true to a certain point, and I think like we're really passionate about what we do, and we we know there's so much value that we can add. So I think we're really just trying to open as many people's eyes to that and just mm. help them understand that actually like recruiters can add a lot of value and they're not the recruiters that you're thinking of from 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. completely different. Um, so I think that's it really, just making making industry 1% better every day. Simple as that. Yeah, love that. And on that note, we are out. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Cheers for having us.